All right, welcome to the Top Tier Podcast. My name is Paleo Poppy. Yeah, man. We back, baby. Yeah, we got some topics for you this week. Let's get into Drake. Um, so Drake, Let's get to it. We talked about last week. He released his album for all the dogs. There was a lot of controversy over it, and he finally broke the Billboard record for having the highest number of uh, number one singles. Or sorry, well, number I think one. He tied it. Or he tied it. He tied it. Yeah, he tied Michael Jackson. We've talked about it before when he because we, we already knew this was going to happen, man. For all, I mean, it's Drake. All right, it's it's Drake. We already know he's going to have a couple or a few number ones off every single project that he drops, no matter how many people want to shit on the album. Okay, so the debate that we had last week, I believe, or maybe a couple of weeks ago, was is he able to be compared to Michael Jackson as one of the greatest artists of all time? I don't think it's any debate. I don't think we need to have that debate again. The conversation I think that needs to be had is, is he the greatest rapper? Um, no. Now, in terms of in terms of legacy and financial success, yeah, of course. But in terms of the music and the quality that he's putting out, he's not even in the conversation. Is he the greatest artist out right now? No, not even in the conversation. In terms of like what he's trying to say he's not even, whoa, and whoa, the quality whoa. of music that he's creating, no, he is not. He's not even in the conversation? He's not in the conversation. That's... That's blasphemous to say. The reason okay. why it's not <laughs> blasphemous is, and of the last, of the last, everything since Scorpion, even more life. Like, Drake doesn't make, Drake makes pop music. Drake's not really saying anything with his music. Like, I agree with Joe Budden. Like, my dude, you're 30 and you're making, like, music for teenagers. You're making pop music for teenagers. You're just not saying shit. And that shit goes number one. So what? Okay, but. People want to hear the Kendricks. People want to hear the Jake Coles. They want to hear it. And them niggas go number one, too. And they go, and they go number has, one actually talking about some shit. But Drake has gone number one more than pretty much everybody. And you know he's going to break the record. You know he's going to break the record. So it's kind of the same, like, this is the, the exact same thing we talked about last time. It's like, if LeBron James has all the fucking records, and yeah, Michael Jordan existed, but, like, this nigga beat all of the records that he had. So are we going to say he's the best yet? Or are y'all just really going to clamor on to the same old argument that, oh, he don't be talking shit or, oh, he don't have bars like that. Oh, he has ghost writers. How long are we going to hold on to those arguments? Those are stale and washed right, up. Man. I'm, I'm just saying, like, numbers alone, he's the greatest rapper of all time. Nobody's saying that he's not. Nobody's taking away from his accomplishments. I'm just saying this man tied Michael Jackson for most number one like you, songs this is what I'm trying to say, like, of all time. Mickey D's is probably the, one of the most successful restaurants. We're not talking about fast food. One of the most successful restaurants of all time. Billions on billions served. But it ain't, it ain't Laurie's. It ain't Fogo. Like, this, you understand it, the comparison I'm trying to make? Like, I'm sure McDonald's that. commercially is way more successful than Laurie's and Fogo, every Michelin star restaurant in existence. But it's Mickey D's. Like, I, I, do you get the... And that shit goes. That shit smells. Do, do you understand what <laughs> I'm trying to say? But it's Mickey They're D's. In every neighborhood. I don't see Lardy's in every neighborhood. But I see a McDonald's in every neighborhood. Because they're putting out quality. They don't have to franchise like that. They got like... Lardy's has like three or four restaurants. Now, Fogo has a lot of restaurants. And I feel like the quality varies, right? That's probably more like a J. Cole. Like, he puts out a lot of music in. Most of it is good. Some of it's hit and miss. But Drake just putting out fast food, fast food, Mickey D's, burgers, and, and dollar... Doll, McChickens. And got millions and billions of people listening to the album every single time it drops. 
Because I've heard people, I think you said this argument when we were talking about this before we started recording, that it's different for people to, or it's kind of like a criticism, or maybe not a criticism, but like, it, it, Drake has it easier now because it's the streaming era mm-hmm. versus Michael Jackson, who, in order for him to get his plays, it, it was a physical record spin. Yeah. It was a physical purchase. In order for him to go platinum, you have to literally have a million people walk into a store and purchase an item. Yeah, man. It's- in order for Drake to go platinum, somebody can sit in their fucking garage or their living room and just have the shit on loop. And he can get fucking a thousand plays just from one nigga just putting this shit on loop on streaming. I don't think that there's a difference, though. But, like, this is my thing, though. For one, people were probably lining up to get Michael, Michael Jackson vinyls around the goddamn corner at record stores and whatever. I don't know what, I don't know what, if it was mom and pop or I don't know if there was a big chain. Same with Drake though. Same with Drake. People are literally waiting every single week. How long were we talking about for all the dogs? How long, how many weeks were we talking about and just anticipating that album? It was a lot. It's the same thing. People were, a lot of it was controversy and roasting. You know, there was like, what is this album cover? We have a homie. We talk about him all the time because he's like the biggest contrarian. And it's funny to have debates with him about Drake, especially with Drake. He's like the biggest Drake header you could imagine. But like, he was just like, what is this shit? Like he saw the album cover before. This is before we knew his son, Yet, his son dropped it. It makes my point even better. It makes my point even better. Somebody who hates Drake, loathes Drake, is still fucking talking about the album for weeks and weeks and weeks on end during the rollout. The album cover comes out. Oh my God, it's shit. Yet you're still in the middle of the conversation. The single drops. Oh my God, it's shit. Yet you're still in the conversation. You're still circulating all of the Drake media. It's the same exact thing. I think that it's actually harder for people to catch the attention of a 24-hour maybe not even maybe a 12-hour news cycle today than it is for michael jackson ain't shit going on you don't have social media what the fuck else is there to talk about other than the biggest pop star in the fucking world everybody's gonna buy that fucking album i don't know who the fuck all these random people are but now i can i have access to all these fucking artists and stuff like that how do i even select on streaming platforms, how do one. I even select the best artists? There's so many people. A lot of alg- algorithms, because anybody can upload to Spotify now. Anybody can upload. That's another thing. I have a cousin who the algorithm to back then. What 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 was the algorithm? It's just like whoever is the top media, mm-hmm. whatever it's the source, it's the it's vibe, it's 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 well you know whatever New York Post or I don't even fucking know uh, any hip hop because that's not our inter- that's not our generation. We we use Twitter now, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But like that was the media cycle. Like that's the algorithm now. Everybody has their own specific algorithm. So for everybody to still every single time Drake is about to drop, say, I'm going to make sure that I'm listening to this. That is a feat that I don't think that a lot of other artists from the past would be able to accomplish. It's a good point. I mean, I can't argue that. I just the way and that's fair, right? We're in a, we're in a different era. So if, we, if you want to try to marriage the two eras, he is kind of the Jackson, the Michael Jackson this era. But some people say how the mighty, that's a good way how to the say mighty it. and how the music has fallen, that this man is being compared to a goat, but it's different eras. It's like, it's like we're in a three-point shooter era. What if there was a four-point shooter era and all these four-point shooters in basketball show up and like 10 years later, they're breaking LeBron's all-time sh- global points record with ease and people will say, well, everybody knows how to they're shoot better. fours. So of course yeah, they, it's going to take... Which means that they're better. Of course it's going to take half the time to get to, to break the record. To the point where it means nothing now. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's different eras and there's levels to stuff. Or like another way I look at Drake is it's like Xbox Game Pass where it's like Netflix of games versus 
Let's say you don't buy the game. Nobody buys AAA games. They get on Game Pass and rent the game. How are you going to compare that to somebody who just sold 12 million hard copies? And we're still seeing that this in this modern era because I can promise you, even though Drake has more sales than Kendrick, I can promise you in terms of physical sales, he's selling more than Drake. I might be wrong about that, but I'm I'm pretty it's sure I don't know I'm the pretty stats sure on it, but it's right. possible. I'm pretty sure I'm right. But that's all I really got to say. That's all. Yeah, it's a good debate. Um, you want to go to Jada and Will? Let's move Jaden Will. So we're a little late on this one, um, but we wanted we not at all. She's still going off. Really? <laughs> she's still. I think she's on a book run. She's on a book run. She is on a book run. Yeah. But yeah, for those who don't, we're not really caught up on the whole Jaden Will situation. She recently came out. She came out recently and said that her and, and Will have been separated for seven years, mm-hmm. and that opens up a whole can of worms because a whole can of worms. <laughs> first off, why is everybody making all this big big a deal about entanglements? Nigga, fuck an entanglement. We're not even together. Who's everybody? The internet. When the entanglement shit went down, everybody and mama, and and and, and, the, and Will and Jaden and family and themselves was, was making a big deal about it. When she was disrespecting him about Tupac and he was sad about it. I'm like, nigga, what are you sad for? Y'all haven't been, y'all have been divorcing everything but paper for seven years. When he's yeah, but he loves that woman. That's the reason why he loves that woman. So, and I don't understand exactly how. He could still love that woman. That woman has drugged him Dog from here to the fucking to fucking Jupiter and back several times throughout the recent years, uh, especially with that entanglements red table talk. Had that nigga on there crying, being a damn meme for fucking <laughs> for fucking ever. Yeah, though. so bro, they got so many memes of him just crying or just like he's just like holding himself. I'm like, imagine yeah. me. So you, Will Smith, you the Fresh Prince, and you've been taking this low. I don't know, man. I think it's just cheaper to keep her. That man is definitely worth like three, four hundred mil. He would get divorce raped. I really believe Jada would get in his ass. Do you think it's a, a cheaper to keep her kind of situation? Because no, I think he truly actually loves her. Which I know in this toxic ass generation, you know, of younger people, it's hard for us to actually imagine what that looks like because we're just fucking hoes out here now. But I think he genuinely loves her. Everything that he's ever done, and when he speaks about her. I've never heard him say, maybe she does, but I've never heard him personally say anything negative about her for the most part. I, I definitely have. I know he wrote a book. I, I'm not I'm not sure if he really dogged her in a book or not, but he had a book a few years ago. A lot of people didn't read. I watched a video about it. And it was very vulnerable. <laughs> I saw that sneak diss. I saw, I heard that. It sneak wasn't diss. an intentional sneak diss. I just feel like <laughs> people will read a Jada book because it's just, it's going to be fuckery. People, people in our generation it's toxic. love yeah, it's toxicity. Toxic, especially like these TikTok beefs where people getting, people say some racist stuff and then just like stitch after stitch after stitch after stitch. People love that shit. So I don't think yeah. anybody would really read a Will book, but they would love a Jada book, like a Jada book or like a Brittany Renner book. People eat that shit up. But, you know, I just think. He, she's been dogging him for so many years. Like, how do you love somebody who's basically worshiping a dead a dead man she had a fling with? And she's worshiping this man and writing poems to him. Writing poems to him, talking tell, talking about how he proposed her in jail. First off, jail yeah. niggas will say anything. That dude probably was looking <laughs> for somebody to hold him down. Soon as, <laughs> soon as he knew he was getting down in like a week, he was already calling some other chicks. <laughs> but that's, that's some real shit. Like, uh, that's just like... Like I'm not. No, I've never been. I've never been in jail. God forbid. God forbid. There's the only way I'd probably yeah, go. But you've had a penis before. If it was like a draft or some craziness, you know. I'm not. We're not gonna get into that. But like, I, my thinking is like, 
you in there and you dodging booty warriors and you dodging exactly like uh Asa Rossi. Everybody Asa, got sexual desires. Everybody got sexual desires and um <laughs> ASAP Rocky said he was dodging punches and slipping on semen and shit. Slipping on semen. Slipping on semen. <laughs> like hell no. Of course, of course he's gonna be trying to find somebody find something to hold you down over the phone. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, like, or you know. But I mean, when you ha- when you think about it though, like I I really do genuinely believe that Will Smith will never let that woman go. I think he genuinely like found the person that he's supposed to be he thinks he's supposed to be with. Mm-hmm and hold down for his entire life. The the big the most negative thing that he's ever done in the public's eyes towards Jada. And maybe there's some shit cuz she's digging up the dirt now, right? She's she's exposing that nigga about like when she found out she was pregnant, how he reacted. Mm-hmm. She's 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 putting out the dirt. But in the public's eye, the most negative thing he's ever done was tell Chris Rock to keep his wife's name out of his mouth. And slap that nigga, which is like in some people's eyes, that's protection. But dude, like it's just big. It's just too much. Like I just feel like there's. It's way deeper than this. I ain't gonna get into some of the real crazy conspiracy theories, but I just refuse to believe that this dude. She has some over this man. I don't know what it is, but like you can't. I don't know any man. I, even the biggest simp on the planet is not gonna get dogged this badly. I just don't believe it. I don't. I don't care. I, I just don't believe the biggest simp on the planet is going to get dogged this badly, dude. She literally. She is my passion. She, nah, but that's literally what it means. Well, that's the, the internet man. <laughs> yeah, like she's literally going. She's literally going around saying that. I remember she said in our. And this is like a few years ago that she didn't want to marry him. Her 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 family and her mom mm. made her marry him because that's a good option. I mean, he's Will Smith. He's up and coming. Mm. Like that man, and that was a was a good decision. It was more like a, mm. a financial, like a tr- more traditional marriage than it was out of like some real yeah. love. She didn't care about that, man. She probably been mm. messing with other niggas for a long time. I'm not, I, yeah, I mean, but you know? that's the, I think this is the case in every single relationship that's ever been is that someone's always going to like or love somebody a little bit more or a lot of bit more than the other person. I think that's just what it, that's just what it is. Obviously, Jada does not give a fuck about Will as much as Will, uh, Will gives a fuck about Jada. Clearly. That's very obvious. Yeah, that's very clear. It's very clear. But that's the woman he wants to be with. And Jada, I don't know what her thing is. I don't know why she's still with the nigga. I mean, they said they were separated, but I don't even know why she's still showing up with the nigga. But, I mean, I guess clout, she has no, maybe? She has absolutely zero clout without that man. No, Possibly. She hasn't had. Only little bit of clout she had is when um, in Menace to Society and a couple movies after that. After that, it was just Will's girlfriend and Will's wife. That's it. Don't forget. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. So that's DJ Envy. Yeah, let's move on to DJ Envy, man. It's, you know, you know a little bit more about this when you want to intro this. One. Speaking of Fugazi shit, so yeah, for people who don't know who DJ Envy is, uh, he's a, a co-host on a radio show called The Breakfast Club. It's really OG. It's very popular. You might have heard of it. You might have heard of it. <laughs> I'm just, you know, we got we got people who, you know, we have some older listeners who probably don't have never heard of Breakfast. That is Club. true. You know, so look them up their radio show. You know, they they have they also post their shows on YouTube. Um, and you know, Charlemagne the God, DJ Envy, who we're about to talk about now. Uh, what are you clicking? I'm clicking something. Oh, it sounds yeah, I hear something like clicking. I think it's this water Sorry. I think it's this water bottle. Sorry to cut your flow. No, you guys, yeah. Um so yeah, um and um and 
and Angela Yee, but she usually she recently left the Breakfast Club. I'm not sure who replaced her or if they have a new replacement. Um, but anyway, so you know, DJ Envy, he's always been like a real estate guy. Like on the show, he gets on the show and he's always talking about all the you know construction projects and real estate renovations yeah. and teardowns and running around with Earn Your Leisure. Building, or running around with Earn Your Leisure. That's another really Invest big fest. Uh, black pot black uh investment. They're probably the biggest black investment. I do not like the way you said black just now. Huh? Why'd you say it like that? You said black. Oh shit. Uh, Negro, <laughs> just say it like that. Negro Friedman, Negro, yeah, oh, no. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Negro uh, investment channel. They're like the biggest <laughs> one of the biggest on YouTube uh, investment channel. I think they're like really big in like mm-hmm. Apple Apple Pi, Apple Business. I'm pretty sure they were very, they're one of the biggest one biggest shows. Mm-hmm. They have conferences, but back to DJ Envy, and he he's been charged, but him and his wife have been charged, and his one of his business partners have been charged with over 22 lawsuits for uh, you know embezzling and stealing stealing people's money because he would promise. Yeah. He would promise his audience to say, hey, you know, invest in me. I'll get you a 20% return. And he would take this mm-hmm. money and spend it on his own investments, paying back other, other uh, cred- or debtors or creditors and, and, and debtors after him. And, um, people, you know, the law is on his ass now. They raided. I'm pretty sure. I, I think I heard that they raided, uh, they raided the Breakfast Club headquarters. Trying to find They're saying that I mean it's a little it's a little he say she say with that one. I, I think that's an alleged. That's Let's a put le- an alleged, okay, that's alleged on that one. I, I thought that was confirmed, but that's alleged. Um, and my only thing about this is when are people going to learn investing in these like on the fringe C level celebrities? I don't think it ever really ends well. Like when's the last time you heard of when's the last time you heard of that being a good idea? Would you give your money well, to a celebrity, a random, random C-level celebrity, and he says he's going to give you? Well, that's what people do. If it's a proven concept, if there's proof of concepts, I'm liable to do that shit. But there's that's what investing is, though. It's a risk. Yeah, it is a risk. I mean, you got to know who you've invested with, though. DJ Envy said that this nigga. Do we do we say his name? Can we say the business partner's name? It's okay, right? Yeah, Caesar. Yeah, you said it already. Yeah, they said that Caesar. It, he learned how to fucking invest in real estate in fucking jail. I'm not saying like, cause we know Malcolm X, like, you, you know, he learned his shit and stuff in jail, but you know, I think Mike Tyson did a lot of growth in jail. Like people do, you know, they grow as people, as individuals in jail, you know, uh, Hey, yeah. we should gas that up. Honestly, that you did some rehab in jail. That's a good thing actually. But you know, at the same time, it's like, you got to know who you investing with, man. Like, how do you think this nigga learned that shit in jail? How do you think that's going to affect the overall image of the breakfast club? Like you think the breakfast club is over? You think it's just going to be, they gonna revamp it some really idiot shit like Charlemagne. Gonna make I don't think they get rid of DJ Envy. I think he was there first, wasn't he? I think he was there first. I think he was the OG. If they get rid of DJ Envy, there's no show. Charlemagne has so many other avenues. You really think he's going? I mean, he's already the face of the Breakfast Club, so I mm-hmm. guess it really wouldn't matter. But he's not doing that shit alone. Maybe he would though. Maybe the check is nice. Check might be. Maybe nice, he got equity in that he shit. Has, he's gonna have a whole under, whole bunch of other shows. But like you know, like these like these like Wall Street trapper dudes, even EYL, EYL, we just talked about earning leisure. They kind of they push a lot of shady characters. They end up having to delete later on. They push some guy who was teaching people. I think he was teaching people how to like repair their credit or, or something, do something weird with business credit, and he eventually got I got think caught. I know for, he got about. caught for frauding. Uh, they was pushing Mark Cuban. Now Mark Cuban, that was like some racist stuff. That wasn't really. But they they put you know is that really their fault? But they usually put up a lot of like. Grifter, charlatan kind of dudes, you know. What did Mark Cuban say? Was it Mark Cuban? 
I think it was Mark. I think he said some racist shit, bro. I don't remember. No, you're talking about Grant Cardone. No, Grant Cardone. Sorry, sorry, Mark Cuban. I'm talking about Grant Cardone. I was like, well, not Mark Cuban. No, Mark Damn. Cuban. Sorry, no, it was Grant Cardone. I got. I don't know why I get those guys mixed up a little bit, but yeah, it was Grant Cardone. And there was another guy recently that they propped up who was also doing the same stuff. I just think it's, you know, is it people going to scam? Like, what? What do you like? What? How? What? It's the era we live in. It's so easy for people to just be popping on social media and you see proof of concept and they flex in their wealth. I mean, and they're saying, oh, yeah, I did it because I followed a 10-step system. You can have it too today. Just pay $1,000 for my, my course. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, so, I mean, and niggas broke out here. Niggas, niggas struggling. This is some bottom-feeding leech shit, bro. Like, could you could you live with yourself doing that kind of stuff? I mean, that's always been a thing, I though. Do we it. already know snake oil, uh, uh, what do you call them? Snake, snake oil, oil salesman. salesman. That's been a thing forever. That's always going to be a thing. You take people are going to that's capitalism. Honestly, mm-hmm. if we, we're not going to open it up to that conversation. But capitalism literally is I'm going to make sure to figure out the ways to uh, manipulate people into buying my product. I'm going to brand it as the best product, even though I'm not really the best product. I'm going to go ship my shit. And we're not going to get into that conversation. That's boring. But, you know, that's how capitalism works. You can't blame people necessarily for being able to figure out the psychology of how to uh, convince people to invest with them or to spend money with them if they want your product. That's just what it is. Like, I would blame the consumer in that regard. I, I mean, yeah, you got to be stupid because, like, you know, dudes, like, a lot, even a lot of crypto people, like, I think, like, Vitalik Buterin, he's not a charlatan. Them too, yeah. He created e- e- Ethereum number two crypto overall. It's right on the Bitcoin. It's very successful. I think he got hacked. Him and he got hacked. Yeah, and some and- influence got hacked. And niggas was sending them money. Yeah, and people are like, very naive. I was like, what? <laughs> but it's because, like I said, niggas out here struggling. If if niggas wasn't out here struggling and everybody had the money in their hands, then I don't think there would be any need for people to be like risking in their investment, uh, their investment portfolio on some random ass nigga that they heard from the breakfast club. Who the fuck is DJ Envy really? Like he's just a radio he's personality. Just a radio, I just don't think he's anybody of any real authority. I just don't see like you can't read some books. And go out on your own. I don't think that's less of a risk than just giving some random nigga on the internet money. Yeah, I, 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 mean, he t- he said he hit up Joe Budden originally with, to invest with him. You mean, uh, we normally don't give Joe Budden any credit, but he he was able to see that one. Yeah, because he pro- Joe Budden probably was just like I can I can do this shit on my own, or at best I can find a financial advisor who probably is less of a risk than trusting DJ Envy. What kind of accolades is do? He might have you know on paper before they got in his ass and did some real research. He might. It might have looked good, but like, what kind of accolades does this guy really have? What kind of does he have? You know, has does he have? Uh, is he like a financial advisor for real estate in that sense? Like, I don't, yeah. I wouldn't trust him to be a guru or a mentor or anything. Same with like guys like Wall Street Trapper. Like, Wall Street Trapper is mm-hmm. another guy. I'm kind of like, we gonna see. Am I wrong? Maybe maybe I'm wrong about Wall Street Trapper. No, that's when that's when your industry plant narrative. When you yeah. always say everybody's an industry plant, that would be a perfect one. That would be a perfect time to say that point. Even 19 keys a little bit. I don't, not It's not nothing that he's doing that I, I'm aware of, but I don't know why I feel like lately he's been giving me weird energy. But this is all speculation <laughs> and gossip. But that's they what I'm talking about. over here. They get it's not hating. It's just, it's, just, it's just sus radar. It's just sus radar. <laughs> sus radar. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's just hmm. I'm just, I just wonder. I wonder. It's just pause a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, let's. Um, so yeah, man. Last topic we want to really move into is for the, our VR mixed reality people who saw this didn't bull, that bullshit Apple mixed reality headset that's thirty five hundred dollars. Damn, How, I mean, I thought that shit was kind of fly. The shit is fly, but nobody's paying thirty five hundred dollars for that shit. Like, 
if even if, even if I was rich, I'm not paying thirty five hundred dollars for that shit. And that shit has no games. That shit has no real apps. All that shit is is like a MacBook replacement. I'm not buying that All right, shit. Well, if you wanna if you wanna go ahead and start slobbing on the knob of Zuckerberg, be my guest. We are gonna slob a little bit. Pause. Like because the, <laughs> the, the the Meta Quest Three is like. Remember, I've been falling. I'm. I've been following. I've been following Oculus, which Meta bought. So it's it's Oculus, but it's Meta. I've been following mm-hmm. Oculus since like the Kickstarter back in like 2010. Or it was like 2011, 2012, something like that. Mm-hmm. I was in like late middle school when that shit came out. I thought that shit was ass. Ten plus years. Here we are now. The met- niggas are walking out in public. And for those who don't know what niggas, <laughs> what the MetaQuest is, is it's a it's a VR now mixed reality headset. And mixed yeah. reality is basically it has cameras and lidar sensors on the front that can map out your room. And when you, it's Minority Report, yeah, it's like Iron, or, or Iron, Iron Man. Man. It's AR, augmented reality. So you you see yeah. your environment around you, but you see it through the camera's eyes. And now it's able to put three objects in your environment. You can put screens up. You can have a whole desktop set up. It's everything the Apple, everything the Apple, the Apple one is, but it's like a hundred times better because it's actually like five hundred games and apps and. All kinds mm-hmm. of shit you can use. Now it's not as nice. It's not as high res, but it has you can connect to your computer, and you know it's so good now. Dudes are walking around in public with these shits on, and it's beginning. And they're holding like these big ass tablets, so they can like look, they can scroll through Instagram and they can use touch gestures, and it's really good. Like it's good enough where it's not clunky like the old version. You can use touch gestures. You can zoom it out, zoom it in, hold it. You can walk around. And he went to order. A, he went to order a coffee. And he was talking to the lady, and they was just looking. They was just looking at him like he was crazy. They were just looking at him like this the whole time. Like everybody in the restaurant just looking at him like, "What the fuck is this dude doing?" It's beginning though. It's beginning. He's not going to be the first one. You said you saw multiple people on video. Yeah, I saw multiple shit, right? people going out and doing like public experiments of it. And like, it's beginning. And, like, and why he, how many years? How many years we got left before it's pretty commonplace that maybe like I think right now it's probably like what one out of. That's probably like one out of like two hundred people are actually walking around with that shit. Yeah, maybe even more than that. Honestly, no. It's how at, at what point is it going to be like two out of ten, three out of ten, five to ten? I think five to ten years. To 10 years. That fast? Mm-hmm. I think when Apple gets some glasses that look stylish and they kind of kind of have some peripheral vision on them, but they look good though. Like I don't know if you seen that Star Trek shit where that guy has like that fucking band. It's like this thin band he has over yeah. his eyes, so you can. I think, and they kind of make it look fly, and it, and it's even it's even more advanced than it is now, like five to ten. I think when Apple Glass comes out, that's when it's going to take over, because it's just too. Yeah, it probably nice. have to be Apple, right? It probably Apple. have to be because the the main criticism I've heard, uh, the reason why most people don't want to wear VR is because like, what is it going to provide me? Like, what what value do I get out of that? I already have my cell phone. But imagine you had it replaced your cell phone, where it's like you walking around with glasses. You don't have to carry a cell phone. The touch gestures are so advanced. You can have Instagram just as a screen that just follows you. So you walking around talking to people and you see your fucking Instagram feed or you see your, your fucking stock charts or you see your fucking, you see your fucking, um, <laughs> you have, maybe you have a camera at your house that's like with your pets and you just can watch them the whole time. So you talking to people, you're yeah. saying, what's up? And then maybe you're all like, hey, you know, we're at the park. Let's play some pool. So y'all link up your fucking headsets and it just brings up a virtual pool table. Now y'all playing pool. Now y'all playing ping pong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All and kinds then, of stuff. Because I've also heard people say that, like, I don't want to wear anything. Like, I don't want to wear my phone. Yeah. But y'all niggas be wearing the fucking watch. That's your phone. That's what I'm saying. Like, people wear, you know how many people wear sunglasses? Apparently, I think there's like a, there's like another company, a smaller company. They have glasses, like some like Apple rudimentary Apple glasses. Same tech where you can like 
bring screens and shit. You can touch it and it'll dim down and turn to sunglasses. You mean to tell me people mm. people already carry around fucking Ray Bans and Gucci glasses? You think they're not the going wearables? Exactly. Yeah. You think they're not going to wear? Even if it's like it's if it just doubles as sunglasses, people are still going to wear them. It's still going to be trendy. If it's the only problem I think today is that and, and, and it's getting so good, it's not even the software anymore. It's not even clunky anymore. I think it's just the size. I think it's it has to be the thinnest Pause. possible. Oh my god. Sorry, I had to slide it in. Pa- oh, pause. <laughs> I think it has to be the um I think it has to be the thinnest possible glasses you can imagine. And then maybe like the 2030s, it'll be contacts. Once it's contacts, it's over. But we also have a friend who's See, like that's where I would stop yeah. though. I, if I have to push some shit in my fucking body, that's where I would stop. It's not. I mean, I guess it's technically in your body, but it's I just see it as just over your eyes. But if you consider it being behind your eyelids in your body, then yeah, it's in your body. I wonder if this VR shit kind of collides and intertwines with Elon Musk's little like uh, Neuralink technology. I think that's where they, where they want to go with Neuralink, though. I think they want it to be where when you have a chip in your brain, instead of it now where you have to wear something over your eyes, it just sends that visual information to your brain. So now it's just if I want to do VR, I can just go have a, I can just snap two times and it'll just bring up the fucking screens. And then I can start moving it around and I can feel it because it's sending touch signals to my from my from the chip to my brain. So I'm getting visual information. I'm getting physical information. So I can actually feel the screens when I'm moving them. Like, you know, it's gonna be I like that kind of wa- thing. I don't want to put anything in my body just so I can have my phone around and more accessible to me, hands free. Because that's really the only value that you get from VR and all that shit. Yeah. It's just hands free. It's hands free. Your phone that's is it. gone. Like a lot. Of, that's another thing. You never have to carry on a phone again. It would be in the glasses, and you you had everything. And you know, people probably have their Bluetooth headphones when they want to talk to their parents. So they put the headphones on. You know, they do a touch gesture, press the button. There's like, yeah. it has a keyboard now, and it's actually really good. Touch it. What's up, mom? How you doing? She's like, hey, I want to see you. So then, what happens is, then the avatar comes in. So you want to talk to your mom, and she has it. Her avatar just appears in front of you while you're in the middle of the street. Boom, there you go. Or let's say you're walking around somewhere and you don't know where you're going. It just generates like a GPS kind of like map on the fucking road. Yeah. And you just walk to your location. So my mind is so sick that when you said, hey, Ma, how you doing? I was like, oh he's not. God, I, I didn't yeah. register that you were talking to your mother oh my. in that example. My mind is so fucked. Ah, shit. <laughs> um, but All right. Yeah, you got a little bit more to say? That's really. I just think, you know, we have a homie who we get in arguments with him at least. At least two or three times a year about this. And he's at, he refuses to believe that people, and he, there's some truth to it. I mean, he's, he's saying that they've done studies that people, majority of people don't want to wear shit on their face. But I said, the only problem is people don't want to wear heavy, bulky shit that looks weird on their face. I don't yeah. think that gets added into the studies because people wear glasses now. People wear sunglasses now. People wear non-prescription glasses to look trendy, especially when we were in high school. That was like a thing. We knew somebody who would just wear non-prescription glasses just because he wanted to wear glasses. So you think people, if it's no different in weight and you're getting all this functionality, a bunch of people are going to be wearing glasses to the point where they're going to have to check people before tests in high school to say, hey, is this the, this the VR glass? Because then people are going to be... No, yeah, I yeah. definitely see it. You would just have to convince a lot of people because I'm not sure if it's going to take over the entire world. But you'd have to... I think because a lot of people are always going to want to stay with the physical. Like it's still physical. It's on your face though. Mm. But it's like, I think a lot of people are going to want to have like the handheld, just more control. I don't know if a lot of people, I don't think the entire world, you know, eight out of 10 people, like how we see with cell phones today or smartphones today. I don't think like eight out of 10 people are going to want to carry around the glasses. 
I think you'd have to convince a lot of fucking people that the value of having the VR and the AR is going to give you a lot more than just carrying your cell phone around. That's a good point. But that, that's what I'm saying. The mixed reality is that's still in the house. I mean, dudes are wearing out in public, but it's still very much like, or imagine you're on first class on a plane, right? You put your mixed reality on and now you got, you know, you're in your own virtual environment where now you got a big ass TV. So you can, you can watch a movie, you can play a video game on the right, or you can put some on the left. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's, I think for certain applications, or you, let's say you don't want to have a carry a laptop anymore. We're at the point now where we're, I think Quest 4 and maybe the next Apple will completely replace the MacBook. That might sound crazy. I don't think, I think the cell phone is a couple years off, but I think the MacBook is, the laptop's days are numbered because all you probably need to carry around is like a cell phone to do the processing. You put it on your desk, you put your headset on, you do mixed reality, and now you got three screens. You got like a gaming PC, three screens set up to do all your work, do all your Excel, do everything you need to do. You bring a little keyboard, and you may not even need a mouse. You may, you may be able to just do this, go to Excel, touch, touch, type what you need to type, touch, touch, move it around, right-click, do a certain gesture. You don't need a MacBook. Do you think people are not going to go for it? Where you have a three-monitor setup, no matter where you go. You- it's just like I said. You just got to convince a lot of people that it has more value than having the actual physical thing, mm-hmm. physical hardware. But that's, that's all I think. That's all I really got to say. I just... Check out that MetaQuest 3 if you're sleeping on it. I was surprised. I have not cared about VR at all. I saw that video of that guy using it in public. I'm like, this shit looks fucking good. He wasn't using any of the gloves or the remotes. He literally was like holding a fucking tablet. And he just like put it somewhere and just touched it in his state while he was ordering. I thought, I was like, damn, this shit is getting... So imagine how good the Apple is. Because I haven't really researched Apple. I just know it's better. I know I've looked at the specs. But that's all I really got to say. All right, y'all. Well... Thank you for tuning in again to the Top Tier Podcast. This has been another great one. You can catch the same place, same time next week for another new episode. Peace. I think that was fine.